Hello, this is David Nakao Wilcoxon. This audio is from a Revelation Timeline Decoded YouTube video series that I made in 2021. The videos were very low tech, mostly me reading what's on the screen, so you're not missing much in the audio version. The Revelation Layers Chart and Summary PDFs that I refer to in the videos can be found at www.revelationtimelinedecoded.com. Enjoy the lesson. Hello Set Apart Saints, this is David, and in this video I'm going to talk about the Gog and Magog invasion. In the Kings of the East, in the 6th vial of Revelation 16 video, I show how the majority of Jews in Israel are descendants of Turkish Khazar from the Eastern European Kingdom of Khazaria. They converted to Judaism in the 8th century, so they are Jews by religion, not blood. After being pushed out of Khazaria, they fled to Russia, Poland, and Germany. They fulfill Bible prophecy as the kings of the east in the sixth vial of Revelation 16, and in Revelation 3, Messiah points to them in saying that they are of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. But they also fulfill another role, which takes the deception to a whole new level. And I want to remind you to seek truth, not to defend a belief, because the enemy has created many deceptions in the end times to mislead the saints. And what I say in this video, it's not hatred of any people group. It's just the story of the fulfillment of history and prophecy. The book of Ezekiel points to Gog and Magog invading the Holy Land, attacking the citizens. And people associate Gog and Magog as coming from Russia. And that's a valid point, but the fulfillment is very different than what most people are teaching. The shocker is that it's already taken place. So let me explain. When the Khazar Jews were driven out of Khazaria, they fled primarily into Russia and Poland and also into Germany and Hungary. In 1743, Mayor Amschel Bauer, a Khazar Jew, was born in Frankfurt, Germany. He is the son of Moses Amschel Bauer, a moneylender. Moses placed a red sign above his counting house with a satanic hexagram on it. When you investigate this family, you see that they worship the god of Mammon and have sold their soul to Satan to gain immense wealth. When Moses Amschel died, Mayor Amschel returned to Frankfurt to take over his money lending business. He understood the significance of the hexagram symbolism, so he changed his last name to Rothschild, which means red shield. Rot is German for red, shield is German for sign. And you can see, this is their family crest. So you see the red shield, and you have the satanic hexagram right on it. A hexagram is used in sorcery to cast hexes. It represents two triangles, one pointing up, the other down. It symbolizes the satanic saying, as above, so below. It has six points, six triangles, and it is a six-sided hexagon. The compass of Freemasonry represents a hexagram. So you see triangle pointing up, triangle pointing down, and you have this excited hexagram hidden in plain sight. This becomes significant when you realize why the six-pointed star, the hexagram, is on the Israeli flag and not a menorah. Saying that it's the star of David is a false narrative, as David didn't have a star. It serves as a nice-sounding explanation for an evil symbol. Baron James Mayer Rothschild was born in Germany in 1792. His youngest son, Baron Edmund de Rothschild, is called the father of Palestine colonization. In the book, The Times and the Great Consummation, 
which was written in 1856, Joseph Seiss said, There are already thousands of Jews in Jerusalem and its vicinity. A goodly portion of the Holy Land is at this moment under mortgages in the hands of those rich Jewish bankers, the Rothschilds of Europe. Zikron Yaakov, which means Jacob's Memorial, is a town in Israel 22 miles south of Haifa, which overlooks the Mediterranean Sea. It's one of the first Jewish settlements in the country, founded in 1882 by Baron Edmund James de Rothschild. It was Joseph Feinberg, the leader of the pioneers in Rishon Le Zion, the first of the Jewish colonies in Palestine, who obtained 50,000 francs from the Baron to enable the settlers to overcome their difficulties. The early settlers belonging to the Bilu Society received generous financial and moral help from the Baron to establish important colonies in Palestine. In 1898, the first Jewish Congress called for establishing a home for the Jewish people in Palestine, secured under public law, well before the persecution of Jews in World War II. Chaim Azriel Wiseman, born in Belarus, a part of the Russian Empire, was a Khazar Jew and Zionist leader, an Israeli statesman. He served as president of the Zionist organization and later as the first president of Israel. He founded the Wiseman Institute of Science in 1934 and was instrumental in establishing the Hebrew University of Jerusalem back in 1925. So we have a Hebrew University in 1925, well ahead of 1948 Declaration of Independence. So you see how this whole thing is being set up long before the call for the Zionist State of Israel. Baron Rothschild established the Palestine Jewish Colonization Association in 1924, which acquired more than 125,000 acres of land and set up business ventures. He spent an estimated $50 million to develop an electric generating station. And with the great wine cellars in Rishon, Le Zion, and Sikran Jacob, the important Palestine wine industry owes its development to Baron Rothschild. He was instrumental in establishing the other enterprises, such as the big flour mills in Haifa and the silk factory in Rosh Panah. Edmund de Rothschild is honored on Israel's 500-shekel note as the father of Israel. Rothschild Boulevard is one of the first streets built in Tel Aviv, Israel, a little over 100 years ago. It's one of the most expensive streets in the city and one of the main tourist attractions and was named to reflect Baron Edmund James de Rothschild's generosity in creating the nation of Israel. Independence Hall, where Israel's Declaration of Independence was signed in 1948, is located on Rothschild Boulevard. The Rothschild Hotel was designed in tribute to the Zionist vision and activities of the Baron Rothschild. November 1917 was a key month for the enemy, as they made two bold moves. I believe that this began the prophecy of Ezekiel 38 and 39. The British Balfour Declaration prepared the way for the Gog and Magog invasion of the land. On November 2nd, 1917, Britain issued the Balfour Declaration, and it is addressed to Lord Rothschild, giving him control of Palestine. And here you see a copy of that record. Lord Rothschild says that the reason the letter was written to him is that it was primarily a movement from Eastern Europe Jews. And that is true, as the Khazar Jews came from Khazaria in Eastern Europe, who are the Jews by religion, not blood. Here's a photo of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu with British Prime Minister Theresa May and Rothschild viewing the original Balfour Declaration during the 100th anniversary event. So we see the direct tie of Israel celebrating the 100th anniversary of this declaration and Lord Rothschild overlooking it. Another major event took place in 1917, which also points to the Rothschild family. 
On November 7, 1917, the Rothschild financed Khazar Jew Bolshevik communists took over Russia, and Gog became the Prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal. The emblems of Russia and the Rothschilds show you that they're the same. So here's Rothschild. It's got more gold surrounding it. It looks more fancy, but it's the same image. Gog, Lord Rothschild, and Magog, the Khazar Jews, conquered the Orthodox Christian nation of Russia, and they control the leader of Russia, who right now is Vladimir Putin. Putin puts on a show about opposing the New World Order, but he's just a puppet of Rome, playing a role. The Bolshevik Revolution leaders, including Lenin and Marx, were Khazar Jews, who caused an estimated 50 million Russian Orthodox Christians to die. And the first legislative act passed by the Bolsheviks was an anti-Semitism act making it a criminal offense to defame Jews and Judaism, which shows you who controls Russia. All of this took place decades before Israel became a state. The Khazar Jewish population in Israel in 1922 was 84,000. By 1931, it was 175,000. By 1941, it was 474,000. In 1946, there were 608,000 Jews in Israel, all before the Zionist state was created in 1948. These Jews came in peacefully, as did not cause a red flag. Then, the Khazar Jews revealed their true nature in killing many Palestinians, destroying 531 Palestinian villages, and taking control of the land. Here's the May 16, 1948 edition of the Palestine Post, proclaiming the UN creation of the State of Israel. It was published by the Zionists, but it clearly acknowledges that the land at the time was called Palestine. In 1950, its name was changed to the Jerusalem Post. Here's another proof that the Khazar Jews control Zionist Israel. All the Israeli prime ministers came from Russia and Poland, the very places where the Khazarian Jews lived, and they, or their parents, all changed their names to sound more Jewish. David Ben-Gurion, the first prime minister of Israel, was born David Grun in Congress, Poland. Moshe Sharet, second prime minister, was born Moshe Shertok in Russia. Levi Eshkol, the third prime minister, was born Levi Skilnik in Russia. Golda Meir, the fourth prime minister, was born Golda Mebovich in Kiev, Russia. Yathak Rabin, the fifth prime minister, had the family name of Rubovitz and had Ukrainian parents. Mechem Begin, the sixth prime minister, was born Ziv Dok in Russia. He went to a Polish government school and then studied law at the University of Warsaw. Yitzhak Shamir, the seventh prime minister, was born Tishak Zedernitsky, and he was born in Russia. Shimon Perez, the eighth prime minister, was born Shizmon Persky in Poland. Ehud Barak, the tenth prime minister, was born Ehud Brag. He was born in Palestine, but his mother was born in Russia. Ariel Sharon, the eleventh prime minister, was born Ariel Shinerman. His parents were born in Russia. The father of Benjamin Netanyahu was born in Warsaw, Poland, with the last name Milikowski. Indeed, they are Jews who say they are Jews, but are not. Do you get it now? The Rothschilds financed the Zionist state of Israel's main government buildings. The Israeli Knesset, where the legislative branch of Israeli government works, was financed by James Day Rothschild as a gift to the state of Israel in his will and was completed in 1966. The Israeli Supreme Court building was funded and designed by the Rothschild family, and it features many satanic Illuminati symbols. The most prominent symbol is the Green Pyramid with the all-seeing eye on it, representing Satan, the god of this earth, who is to be exalted in their one-world government. 
You can watch a video called Know Your Enemy Part 71 Israeli Supreme Court to see the many satanic Masonic symbols, such as 33 steps, which point to the levels of Freemasonry, symbols of female and male anatomy, and an obelisk, which represents sun god worship, which ultimately is Satan worship. A painting at the Israeli Supreme Court entrance shows the connection, as it features Lord Rothschild with Shimon Perez and Isaac Rabin. Lord Rothschild is Gog, and the Khazar Jews are Magog. Khazar Jews, like Lord Rothschild, studied the Satanic Babylonian Talmud and Egyptian Kabbalah and used the sorcery to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what the Jesuit Rothschild family has done, worshipped the god of Mammon, and take control of the money supply of almost every country in the world. The Rothschild family is the keepers of the Vatican treasury. They serve the agenda of the false prophet, Jesuit Superior General, and the Antichrist Beast Pope. They called the Rothschild family leader by the titles of Baron Rothschild and Lord Rothschild. There have been four Lord Rothschilds. Nathan Meyer, succeeded by his eldest son, Lionel Walter, succeeded by his eldest son, Nathan Meyer, and today, Lord Rothschild is running the show. Now, you might think that if Lord Rothschild is Jewish, that it's normal for him to help the Zionist state of Israel to be created. But he is a fake Jew of the synagogue of Satan, who just desires he is carrying out. They needed control of Jerusalem for the headquarters of their one-world government. Six times in Ezekiel 38, 12-13, it spells out the Zionist economic policy to take spoil, to take prey, to take silver, gold, cattle, and goods. Five times take is translated from the Hebrew, pizaz, meaning to seize or plunder. That fits the Talmudic Khazar Jews mentality to a T, as they have stolen the Palestinians' land, homes, and resources. Ezekiel 38, 10, and 11 foretold Gog's army coming against the unwalled villages, which have neither bars nor gates. The Khazar Jews met little resistance in Palestine, the land of unwalled villages, because the Palestinians had lived in peace with Jews, Arabs, and Christians in the area. These Khazar Jews forced 700,000 Palestinians from their homes, and 531 villages were destroyed and depopulated. Ironically, Zionist Israel is now the most walled-up, barred-up, and gated place in the world. They justify getting the land because of racial persecution, but now they persecute the Palestinians. In the 9th century, Benedictine monk Christian of Stavolat noted, At the present time, we know of no nation under the heavens where Christians do not live. For Christians are even found in the lands of Gog and Magog, who are a Hunnic race and are called Gazari, Khazars. They are circumcised and observing all the laws of Judaism. So he's documenting exactly who Gog and Magog are. He's, he's tying that in. And this is in the 9th century, right? So it's recent history for him when he wrote it down because they had converted to Judaism and taken upon them all the traditions. So he, he's showing that direct tie to the Khazars, to the Jews. Does the story of Gog and Magog surprise you? If you watch my videos up to this point, you know that the Society of Jesus works by deception. And pastors have taught us many things which are off the mark, and they've neglected to give us the full narrative of the fulfillment of Scripture. We've seen how the Khazar Jews fulfill prophecy as the kings of the East, the Jews who say they are Jews and are not, but do lie, and that Lord Rothschild is Gog who leads the vast organization of Khazar Jews, Magog. In the next video, we'll go even further down the rabbit hole to see how it relates to the story of Esau and the Edomites. Thank you for listening to this Revelation Timeline Decoded audio. You can request a free copy of the Revelation Timeline Decoded summary PDF or order a printed copy of the book, which explains it in detail, 
at revelationtimelinedecoded.com. I love y'all. Shalom.